I was pretty early in my marriage that I ended up, you know, you do the early marriage counseling thing. And, and so we were sitting with a marriage counselor after a couple of sessions, the counselor said, you guys, your marriage is fine. You're doing great. Pete, I would like to talk to you about your ADHD. And I'd never heard that I had ADHD and suddenly everything kind of made sense. So if you can get rid of that stuff that you don't need, that's taking up space, that you don't really want, and you forget that it's even there, then it will be a much easier process for you to stay organized is, is really kind of the key. ADHD Rewired episode 157. This is the show designed for those of us with really good intentions, but a slightly wandering attention. My name is Eric Tivers. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, coach, and speaker. The website is ADHDrewired.com. We know that starting is the hardest part, so let's get started. But first, let me tell you about this. Today is February 28th, and if you're catching this today, it is the third and final day to get $400 off registration for this spring's coaching and accountability group. Go to coachingrewired.com to reserve your spot. Registration is by appointment only. Interest-free financing is available. Go to coachingrewired.com. Spring sessions start April 24th, but this offer ends today. For more information and to schedule your call, once again, the website is coachingrewired.com. I want to thank everybody who supported this podcast by supporting the ADHD Women's Palooza. The Encore package is still available for purchase for just $197. Go to erictivers.com slash palooza to get it. That's erictivers.com slash P-A-L-O-O-Z-A. If you are new to the podcast, hello and welcome. And I especially want to thank all of you who came here from Nikki Kinzer and Pete Wright's Taking Control of the ADHD podcast. This is kind of a cool thing here. Not only are Nikki and Pete today's guests, they interviewed me on their show, which released today. So I'm on their show. They're on my show. It's kind of a cool thing. So if you are new to this show and you like it, don't forget to hit subscribe. And if you love it, please consider leaving a rating and review. Now, I don't normally do this before episodes, but I have a couple of things that I wanted to let you know, both new and uh, I'm longtime listeners to the show. Okay. So this episode that you're about to hear was actually recorded live on Facebook. So some of you may have seen it if you are a part of our private Facebook community or you've liked our fan page. If you would like to be notified of future live interviews that might be streamed to Facebook, be sure to like and follow our Facebook page, which is different from our private community. Also, if you've requested to join our free Facebook group and you're still waiting, then you're not alone, my friends. You are not alone. We've grown this community slowly by screening everyone. However, that's created a major backlog and the number of requests we've received continues to grow faster than we can keep up with. So a couple of things. Please check your Facebook messages, including your other inbox and filtered messages that Facebook likes to hide and tuck away in this buried corner that you might have never seen before. So go look for it and look for a message from someone named Nisha Subramanian. She is our community manager and she helps me with all the screenings for uh, for the community. So we are more than just a podcast. We truly are a community. Just right now, our community has a long line serving people that don't typically like lines. So I love you. And if you have any ideas about how to speed up that process, let me know. Oh, and in case you didn't 
know, uh, ADHD Rewired is also on YouTube. I've been putting up videos for these episodes lately, including creating some sort of abridged, uh, shorter versions of parts of the episodes, so about 10 minutes or so. Uh, so go over to YouTube and subscribe, leave a comment, and let me know if you like what I'm doing there. And feel free to give me any suggestions in the comments there, because right now I'm doing all the editing uh, there myself. But before I hire someone to help me with it, I want to find out if you guys like what I am doing there. Oh, and while you're over at Facebook, if you haven't checked out Jessica McCabe's How to ADHD channel, seriously, do yourself a favor and go check it out and subscribe. She did a three-part interview with me on time management. All three interviews are now up on her channel. Go check her out. Go support her. Now, let's get on with this interview with Nikki Kinzer and Pete Wright. Welcome back to another episode of ADHD Rewired. We have a great show for you today. We have two guests in the virtual ADHD Rewired studios. And I should add for the podcast listeners, we're also streaming this live right now on Facebook. But so joining us today is blogger, online course creator, professional certified ADHD coach, and co-host of the Taking Control podcast, Nikki Kinzer. And joining us on the other mic is Nikki's partner in podcasting. He's a broadcaster, storyteller, photographer, and tech geek who might love Text Expander as much as me. He is Pete Wright. Together, they are the hosts of Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. They've been hosting this podcast together since 2010, but under a different name. And I'm sure we'll talk about that in this conversation. So, Nikki and Pete, welcome to ADHD Rewired, and I want to say hello to all the live viewers. Uh, and so we'll definitely be taking some questions, but I want to sort of start out by uh, sort of getting some some backstory. Um, so I was just listening today as I was doing my homework for this show. You announced, Pete, that you've been doing this other podcast for like a year, and you never let Nikki like know. And I was like, that is the biggest like. ADHD podcasting scandal I think I've ever heard. <laughs> no. No. It was not supposed to be a scandal. Like, what happened? Like, how, 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 how a year? Like, so I, I went and checked out this other podcast. What yeah. is it called? The Adult Seat? The Adult Chair. The Adult, the adult chair. chair. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, how, how does that happen where you have like a, a year of podcasting uh, <laughs> with just, like, I have a whole, I actually have this? three families and uh, no, it, it's not, it's not like that at all. It's just the first time that the, we crossed the streams, so to speak, um, that the, I actually, I host a number of podcasts. That's certainly, the, the, these two are not the only two podcasts. Uh, this is my favorite, uh, of course. Okay. But so, I mean, control, it wasn't Nikki, right? Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then if you were talking to Michelle right now, the, the adult chair would be your favorite. She's not here. <laughs> I She's hear not you. Here. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it is funny, though, because I got to tell you, Pete and Eric, I really, Pete has talked about her before in the past. Like, oh, I work with this therapist. Da, 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 you should have her on the show. You know, I think she'd be great fit. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then I didn't really realize, like, that, I mean, it's almost a double. It's weird. Like, I... <laughs> I listened to their, their, uh, podcast and I'm like, okay, that could have been me. And I look at her website and I'm like, Pete, did you work on her website? Cause it looks very <laughs> similar to mine. <laughs> it's, you know, it's a funny thing. Like I, it, it's funny because, uh, they do, I, I think if you look at it, they kind of have some similar voices and I could see how Nikki and Michelle, uh, if you close your eyes and move your head kind of funny, they could sound, they could sound the same. And I'm the idiot who doesn't change. So, um, it's all right. You know, <laughs> we love you. Yes. So one of the things we want to talk about today, first of all, Nikki, who now I was I was looking up information on your website and you so you are a certified coach. Um, yes. Are you also a certified professional organizer? Uh, no, no. But I started out as a professional organizer. So uh, I just didn't do it long enough to actually do the certification. OK, so you play an organizer on a um, podcast. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, and so, and, and Pete, you have ADHD, and Nikki, you do not have ADHD. Correct. Correct. And so, Pete, you confirm that she does not have ADHD? <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, not even remotely. 
So you guys have been working together for for seven years. Oh gosh, well Longer since two thousand and eight, because he actually we met back in Portland um, in the early two thousands at church. Um, actually. So his family and my family um, and a group of our friends all connected and we were all sort of in the same chapter of our lives together and, and became very, very close, good friends. Well, I ended up moving. And when I moved, I decided to open up a professional organizing company uh, back in 2008. And when I was thinking about, well, gosh, what should I do for a website and how should I market myself? I thought of Mr. Pete Wright and I called him and I was like, you know, I'm not exactly sure what you do for a living, but I kind of think you might be able to help me with this. And this is what I have in mind. And he, I mean, definitely has been my number one supporter outside of my husband and my other family, but he was like, yes, you should do this. I'm going to totally be on board, help you. And he's been with me since day one. So um, it, he's more than just a, a co-host. He's a deep, uh, great, wonderful friend and has helped me with my business a great deal. So Awesome. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a great sort of uh, a meeting, a story of, of I guess, kindled spirits coming together. And uh, yeah. so Pete, what's your story? Uh, what's my story? I, you know, I, um, I started in broadcasting uh, years and years and years ago. And so I've always had kind of a bent for, for media. And I ended up working up toward the sort of PR side of the house, ended up at a, a big company and realized I, I didn't really like the, the work anymore. I wanted to help people kind of tell their stories. And I kept finding myself in a position to hire other people to push buttons and design things. And I thought, that's so boring. I want to do what they do. I don't like my job anymore. So uh, uh, Nikki was one of my very first clients. Uh, it, it was it probably, I was pretty early in my marriage that I, I ended up in, in sort of, you know, you do the early marriage counseling thing. And, and so we were sitting with a marriage counselor after a couple of sessions, the counselor said, uh, you know, I, you guys, your marriage is fine. You're, you're doing great. Uh, Pete, I, I would like to talk to you about your ADHD. And I'd never heard that I had ADHD and suddenly everything kind of made sense. So, you know, fast forward a number of years, Nikki had been working on this organizing business and she said, you know, I think I really want to help people who are living with ADHD. I said, ah, oh, slam dunk. I am in. I want to be a part of that. Okay. So you already knew each other and then this conversation started yeah. happening and it was like, yes, this is yeah. this, okay. I was interested in what, when I listen to your guys' show, um, it's Pete, it's very clear that you have a background in, in broadcasting. Like you just, you, you are very comfortable behind the mic, but in a very professional sort of NPR-ish kind of way. Well, thank you, I think. Yeah, no, that, was, that was a your, compliment. Your professionalism is sort of NPR-ish. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. Yes, now I will I'm, take now, that. Now I'm hearing it said back to me. I could see yeah. how that was. You see, you see what I did there. Yeah. <laughs> so now what, so you part, you're part of uh, the taking control ADHD podcast is part of rash pixel FM. Mm -hmm. What is that? Cause I just imagine like, like fairy dust that gives you a bad rash. Yes, it is exactly that. I, it, part of the business is this podcast. The rest is just venereal disease. Uh, no, it, it is. Uh, this is, that is a much longer story that you and I are going to have to start a different podcast uh, to tell those kinds of stories. Um, this one is, uh, it is the, the brand under which I podcast. I've got a number of podcasts under the rashpixel.fm. Uh, you, you want to learn about, uh, about SharePoint? I can, I can go deep on SharePoint. I got one of those too. How about movies? I got a movie show uh, at the next reel. So we, you know, I've got a number of shows under the, the rashpixel.fm banner. I'm probably eight or eight or nine of them at this point. I've been doing this, uh, I've been podcasting for about 10 years. So I've got something of a history there. And something that I think is uh, incredible, you know, there's, there's, uh, there are some old ADHD podcasts that have been out there for a long, long, long time before most people realize that you can actually make the audio quality sound good. And if my recollection serves me, which is very questionable, your, your podcast has sounded good, like from the beginning. Oh, that's very like, kind like of the audio Thank quality. You. Thank you very much. That's we've nice. we've Thank we've tried from the sure. beginning. I've, if you're not gonna if you're gonna do it, I've always thought. I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it right. And so we've we've invested in the first show that I ever did. It was it was a music show. It was called Acoustic Conversations, oh, cool. and it was and and we mixed live music uh, as part of the podcast. And so I've always had an investment in audio equipment, and and so that's that's always sort of been in the back of my mind. 
Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very cool. I mean, I, I can certainly geek out with you over podcasting. And uh, I can't wait to talk about Text Expander. I, you said that was coming. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you want to dig right into there? Because then we can also talk about organization. And uh, and we do want to let the uh, four, five, five people five. Now we got on, one back on, on Facebook Live <laughs> yeah. uh, who are watching it right now um, that they can ask a question and um, we'll try to see it in time to be able to, to answer it. Fantastic. Totally wild. All right. Yeah. So, so you love Text Expander. I love Text Expander. Um, you were the, the way I remember hearing you talk about it a couple months ago. I had this feeling of I could have had recorded the very exact same episode that you just like released. Like the way you describe using it is exactly how I use it, like creating templates, creating like for my emails. Um, so tell, tell people what Text Expander is all about. If you're like, Text Expand, what is that? Text Expander is is a, a way to program your computer to do the work for you of of writing words. I also am a, a teacher. I teach at a local university here, and and I the best example that I come up with is is when it comes time to to start entering comments that I've entered before. You know, there are things that you say over and over and over again, little snippets of text, and I can pre-program my computer through Text Expander to take these little shortcuts and expand them into much longer, uh, much more verbose. Uh, uh, paragraphs, sentences, pages of, of text to help me automate the, the, the grading process, which is very, very helpful. And Text Expander is so wildly customizable and scriptable, and you can do such amazing things with it that when you, when you pull back the, the curtains just a little bit, you discover that uh, there, there's a whole lot you, you still have yet to learn. But it's, it's one of those tools that, unlike so many, it's useful right out of the gate. Uh, you start seeing benefits. Now, Nikki, I know that on, on the episode that you guys were talking about it, you were, I think, trying to sort of grasp the, the gist of it. And you were saying, I, if, I think I can do it. Have you tried it? No. <laughs> no. No. See, those episodes are, are interesting because those episodes Interesting, are she episodes. says. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they are kind of titled as tech episodes, which is where Pete, you know, certainly um, hosts those episodes. <laughs> so I sit and I listen and I do my best to try to follow along. And I certainly do now better understand the concept of text expander because of, of how he explained it and what you guys just talked about. So I definitely see where I could use it, especially on some of these emails that, you know, it's pretty much the same response that you're giving out. I can definitely see a use. Um, but no, to be completely honest, no, I haven't used it yet. Someday. We, we, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. We got a comment in the, uh, in, the li- in the live feed. Uh, Michael says, I listened to you at Kinzer Wright Podcast this morning on the drive to work and get to end the day watching them chat with my other podcaster. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, I love that. That is heartwarming. Thanks, Michael. I know. That's great. So, you know, one of the favorite ways that I use Text Expander um, is so you know, we, if you're in any, especially if you're in any service industry where you are uh, replying to people, it's you know, how often do we reinvent the wheel like a hundred right. times, if not more? You know, and it, it occurred to me several years ago. I'm like, you know, what? I like first of all, I hate writing. Like, I, I writing is painful for me. It is like it is not something that has ever come easy to me. It's why you podcast. That's exactly mm-hmm. why I podcast, right? Because I have the, the the gift of gab. I can talk all day long, sometimes too much, um, but it works <laughs> as a podcaster, right? <laughs> so This is it. This is the, the only career that really <laughs> celebrates that gift. That's it. You and me both, man. Tell me. So, so as I was thinking about, you know, I kind of replied to a lot of the same kinds of emails. So it first started with, I was uh, um, just capturing all those emails that I wrote in a Word document. And I was like, man, I hate how slow it is to open Word. Then I started putting them just in a, in a, a, a Evernote document. And I was like, well, then I have to do this copy and paste and use working memory to hold on to what I'm trying to copy and paste. And then I kept hearing about this whole text expander thing. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to spend like two weeks and just really like learn how to, how to do this. And so now what I do, and I first actually did it as, because I, I have a private Facebook group, and, um, and I screen everybody uh, uh, that is in the group. Um, and if you are thinking about moderating a, a group, I wouldn't necessarily recommend doing it this way because we have like 392 people in our queue right now. And I sincerely apologize wow. to all of you who are still waiting. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, okay. So side sidebars, it's it's uh, Adderall has worn off at this point. So <laughs> we're, we're done. Put a fork in it. <laughs> Train of thought has left the station. Can I still catch it? I might be able to. Text, text expander. I'm going to bring you back. Text expander. We, we need a non ADHD or in every conversation. <laughs> Nikki's a referee. Yeah. So what I started doing is I realized I had this sort of same idea of this sequence of communications that mm -hmm. I would use. Um, so the first time someone uh, uh, that I want to reach out to somebody on Messenger, on Facebook Messenger, after they've requested to be in the group, is basically the same sort of hello and little sort of intro, right? So I created a little snippet code that was FB for Facebook and then the number one because it's the first message I'm sending to somebody on Facebook. Okay. Right. Then my next, I would wait for that response, and then I figured that oh, almost always, this is how I reply to that response, which then becomes FB two for the second response. And then if I go, if there's a period of time where I haven't heard from that person, I'll do FB zero. That means they have not responded to me at all. Right. So how many times, how many times do you, uh, do you use a block of text before you decide this would be a good text expander snippet? It sort of depends. Sometimes I, cause I, I think I'm in the mindset of I'm always looking for uh, how to be more efficient with, with my work. Um, so probably not very long. I'm always thinking on every task that I do, can I systemize this? Yeah. Right. And that has been how I've been able to really maximize my productivity is through always thinking about how do I how do I systemize uh, everything I work, which so in the in the moment that task takes longer. But the what where the gold is sort of you get to cash in on it is so it took me five times longer to systemize this task that I'm pretty sure I'm going to do something really similar again. And now I've done this task 20 times, but now it only takes me three seconds to execute that task. Right. So yeah, and yeah, that's right. Um, and one of my, my favorite features on it with that I use with with emails is the ability to create um, like multiple choice sort of templates. You know, I've been using Text Expander for years when I learned that you could do that, and I blew up. Like that was amazing. You look kind of red right now because of the red light behind you. Thank I you. can change that. Yeah. I can change that on a dime. <laughs> and for, for the people who are just listening on the, the podcast, Pete has this yeah. really cool color changing kind of hippie looking light um, that, you know, it's, it's, uh, it changes colors. Yeah. <laughs> Very beatnik. So the, the way I do it is I'll, I'll have an email response. It'll be dear. And then I'll put in, you know, insert uh, short field. Right. So I put a person's name. And then, uh, right, thank you for your email regarding, right? And so then if it's a, let's say I get a, an email from a, a parent or, uh, or it can be about yourself. So I'll create every time I see another like, uh, thing that could go there, I then go back and edit that text expander field. So it's like I create these drop down menus all the time. It's like, so I, I do the hard thinking kind of once and then I just each mm -hmm. time I update that system. And it's just like my, my executive functioning is always saying, thank you, Eric, for, for thinking yeah. about doing this because now I don't yeah. have to think so hard. That's totally. Funny. I do the same thing. I mean, we did a whole show on this one. I, this was another one where I think where Nikki might, might have not liked me all that much. But oh, it was a I whole always show. like you, but you can tell I'm a lot more silent <laughs> on those shows. I'm like, uh-huh, yeah. This was, this was possibly my favorite tech episode, the digital episode that we've ever done, which was on, uh, which was on adapting uh, workflow to create automated checklists in the to-do app. Uh, and that was another one that blew my mind because, you know, when you're producing a podcast, there are a bunch of tasks that go in line with producing something. Wait, which, which one do you use? Well, I use to do to do like number two do, yeah, yeah. which is I it's delightful and I love supporting independent independent developers. You know, I just love the whole idea. Well, so you say it, it creates automated. Well, so are you familiar with workflow on the iPad? You know what I so I couldn't get it to work and I didn't persist. But like That's, but there this is that was my look of shame. I know. For I, listeners. I, I, look of shame. It's, it's uh, okay. This is a shame-free zone. ADHD Rewired is a shame-free place. We're, we're a little sensitive about, well, to the shame. All right. All right. No shame. Guilt no me shame. into it. That's fine. <laughs> guilt. No yeah. There's a guilt, look of guilt. I'll take that. Because <laughs> uh, there was an ahead. app that I used to use and like became, was a, became a power user on it called uh, Launchpad. Where it, it's, yeah. it's yeah. These, these macros where you can yep. sort of control all these different things. 
um, externally from your iPad. It was amazing. And then like I, my iPad stopped talking to my computer and I could not get the fix and it was so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's frustrating. I, you know, I use, I'm, I'm trying to get better at, at workflow. I have a number of workflows. It's an app that allows you to script across, you know, across applications on the iPad. And, and for me, uh, you know, when you have, a, say I have a podcast and I know it's going to take me 25 tasks and every time I produce an episode, it's the same 25 tasks. Uh, you know, I, I have to know where I am in the process on each show and I can hit with a button. I can hit this, you know, workflow uh, button and it just says, okay, what's the title of the show? I type that in. What date is the show going to go live? And I enter that and I hit go and it enters all 25 tasks and it does it like backdating from the date the show has to go live. So I know that I need to prepare the Google Docs rundown seven days before that show goes live. I know that I need to post it to, you know, Facebook one day before the show goes, you know, that that's sort of a, of a thing, the the dating aspect, the the relative dating from that. That sounds amazing changed everything for me, everything. I want to pull this up. I want to share with you sort of part of my workflow, how I do it. And I've been, you know, all these good intentions that we have. Um, I I have a, a paid, gosh, ADHD supports the economy, you know, one unused membership and late fee at a time, right? So I have, <laughs> I have, I have a paid membership that I have not been using uh, to Process Street. Are you familiar with that one? I have. It's I am not familiar with that. ST. So you can basically run these like playlists of processes that, and you can create videos and have pictures. So you can basically create use create like a training uh, a manual, and then you can see you can look to see how is that workflow been uh, has it been gone through. But I'm a very visual and non not very linear thinker. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to do a, a screen share here. So for the live viewers and for, and for YouTube, you'll be able to see sort of how I do how I sort of organize my workflow around the podcast. And for uh, and for the for people just listening on the podcast, go to uh, go to whatever episode this ends up being. Go to erictivers.com slash whatever episode number this is. And you'll you'll find this episode so you can see the the uh, the, the screen share of this. So let me pull up the screen share. Don't be alarmed by what you are about to see because it's a little overwhelming at first. So this is a program. Uh, this is a website called Real Time Board. Have you ever used this? No. Okay. It's not coming. Oh, there we go. <laughs> okay. Mind okay. mapping. Okay. So here, this starts with um, everything that happens from like when my guest schedules, right? So sort of that, that yep. workflow. Um, mm-hmm. then, then sort of what happens to how, how a bill becomes a law. So what for the, the podcast listener, so I have this big green sort of square and a bunch of sticky notes on it with icons and with a bunch of arrows. It's basically like a flow chart, right? Then I okay. s- scroll down on this big digital whiteboard. And that's what real-time word is. It's a big, big digital yeah. whiteboard, right? So then I have, all right, so the guest schedules the interview and I, t- I just have all the steps sort of written out. Then I have preparing for the interview. And then so here it's a, uh, it's, again, it's on this green little rectangle. Um, so I have to open the meeting details. I copy the bio from the calendar and, and move it into Dropbox. And so I really spell out with a lot of pictures because I like pictures. That just m- my, makes my brain happy, right? And then so I go to the, the pre-recording checklist. And I actually skipped this step with you guys because you guys are podcasters. And I figured I probably didn't need to, to do this with you. <laughs> so hopefully I'm going to have no regrets. It's, uh, the, the, it's early yet. Yes. So I'll, I'll zoom in a little bit so uh, yeah. people can see. So it's everything from like turning the speakers off to make sure I actually have check to see if I have enough space in my flash card. And as I'm as I say that, I'm like, let me check to make sure I have enough space in my flash card. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so all these different things, you know, um, I didn't explain what happens if we if there was a uh, an issue with uh, something needs to be interrupted. Um, you have dogs, you know, all this. Stuff. So it's all the um, all the, the pre-step. And then I take it, this is where it gets really fun. I have the, the file naming sort of protocols. And here's my favorite part of this is sort of the workflow between uh, my, my editor and, and myself. So, um, you know, there's the, the, the picture of me, which is in a, uh, a, a, the emoji um, uh, character. It's like, I love that. That's all class, right? right? Like, I love if, it. If I yeah. like it, it goes this way. If not, it goes this way, <laughs> right? And the, pro- the process of doing this really helped me streamline my mm-hmm. whole workflow. 
you know? And so this actually took me, the whole process of this took me about two or three weeks of, of working on it. Right. I know I thought about doing this for about 125 episodes and then I finally did it. <laughs> As you do. Right. And, you know, and so it's like a 99%. Like I got the workflow down and then I was planning on, on importing it into Process Street. Um, that stuff still hasn't happened yet. Um, I've also been saying on the podcast that I'm going to hire a virtual assistant for at least the last year and I still haven't done that. So, enough about me. Let's talk about you guys. <laughs> I love that. That's really good. I've never seen anything like that. Have you, Pete? I, that's really cool. Well, yeah, it, you know, I, I actually do. I mean, those workflow di diagrams, are, I think, are really, really useful. And, uh, you know, I find myself looking at it. It's funny when you when you, you find that your perspective gets gets triggered. I look at that and I so deeply appreciate what that means to you, Eric, I look at it and I get the cartoon squiggly eyes. Most, like, most people do. That's why I prefaced it by saying, don't, don't be alarmed at what you're about yeah, to say. Yeah, no, I'm a little alarmed. <laughs> I'm a little alarmed. <laughs> but the thing I like about, about our yeah. real time board is it's, so it's, if you're familiar with the, the platform Prezi, right? So it's, yeah. you can zoom mm -hmm. in and out. It's built on that platform. But it's oh, so it's got that like unlimited zoom right, range. That's right. really useful. Yeah. So you can have everything all in one space, which yeah. is is great if you you know file things digitally, and then you're like, where the heck did I put that thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, totally. Nikki, maybe you can you know help me out a little bit, and maybe help some of the uh, how many live viewers do we have at the moment? We we have four. We're we're down to four. four. We are, oh, we lost one again. Darn right. it. But I have in the background. <laughs> I have since shared it to my page and to our uh, AD, uh, Tank Control ADHD podcast. Oh, you did good. ADHD. Okay, yes. good. Yes, talking and Love sharing it. at the same time. Wow. That's that's, that's so nice. That's skill. That's, skill. <laughs> that's, that's the we hit the ceiling. Believe me. <laughs> My name is Steven Tonti. I have ADHD. I am a writer, director, and public speaker. And I was a part of Eric Tiver's ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group. And a message for those considering joining, I have not been a part of anything like Eric's ADHD coaching group in my 25 years on the planet. And after being a part of Eric's group, it is a mission of mine to not only facilitate groups like it, but also be a part of a group whenever I can for as long as I can. The first 15 minutes of the first session, just the introductions, I was pretty damn near tears. It crashed like a tidal wave that I was in this very special group of people from all walks of life, varying ages, all sharing one very key specific quality, which is ADHD. I was able to speak vulnerably and honestly to a group of people who go through pretty much the exact same struggles and obstacles and receive constant feedback about your thought process, planning, mindfulness, productivity, and real helpful tips. Hey, here's what I did to figure exactly that out. Oh yeah, I had that same problem. It helps because it's not only one expert asking the right questions and giving you guidance. It's a panel of 11 people who all have the same disorder tossing in their ideas. So it's like 11 people who have a thousand ideas. Money can't buy that kind of thing that kind of help from such a, a great select group of people. If you are thinking about joining this group, but are afraid it's going to be another ADHD, oh, I started something new impulsively and it did nothing, don't be afraid. We're at the end of the group and we're all still here. We all love it. Would we even do it again? It'll totally change your life. It'll move you forward. It's absolutely worth it. Go to coachingrewired.com to learn more. Today, Tuesday, February 28th is the last day you could sign up during early registration and save $400. Go to coachingrewired.com. Registration is by appointment only. Once again, go to coachingrewired.com and prepare to get your ADHD rewired. Do you have a question about productivity or ADHD that you'd like me to answer? Do you have a topic you want to talk to me about? 
Join us every second Tuesday of the month at 12.30 p.m. Central Time for an hour of live Q&A. To register, go to erictibbers.com slash events. You can ask me questions live on video or enter it in the Q&A box during the event or submit your questions ahead of time. Your questions may be heard on an upcoming episode. To confirm dates and times and to register, go to erictibbers.com slash events. See you there. Let's talk organization. Now, I know that you just came out with uh, one or two new courses. Well, two new courses in the last year in 2016. So the first one I launched was Organizing Your Space Your Way. So that is taking folks um, through the steps of, of organizing your space um, in an ADHD-friendly way. So that's that's why it's Organize Your Space Your Way, uh, not the typical, oh, let's put everything in boxes and labels and think that we're good. <laughs> and then um, the second course that I launched was just at the end of December, and that was the paper solution. And again, that is specific for ADHD, and it's on how to take control of your paper. Um, and then I've got another course coming out this spring, and it's going to be about taking, co- taking control of your time. So it's going to be about time management and, and getting, getting stuff done. You know, when, when people ask me about, you know, productivity solutions and time management, like I am, I am all game there. That's, that's sort of my, that's my playground right there. When yeah. People ask me about organizing paper. I kind of have that deer in headlights look. Right. Right. Well, so, most people do. It's, it's a, it's a challenge. So as I'm looking around right now, my office and, and the thoughts going through my mind, do I move the camera so you could see what I see? And yeah. I think, I think I'm going to. So, well, if you, yeah, if you shared your screen on your workflow, you got to share your uh, desk. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're doing it. We're going, we're all in. We're going okay. there. Yeah. So here is my, my desk and it's actually not horrible at yeah. the moment. I don't have a lot of like actual work space. I guess I should have went through that checklist because I heard someone's phone just ringing. It was mine. <laughs> I know. Right. I'm so sorry. And I didn't even get to see your desk because I was distracted by the phone. Oh, <laughs> this is not Okay. Dead. So here's the desk and it's a, it's a little corner desk. It's not, I don't have a lot of sort of space. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because right, I have, oh, I, have I love favorite. it. A lot of clocks. I have my Excellent. Lot, lot yeah. Lot, I don't see a lot of paper piles. Okay. I always have nuts everywhere. I yeah. Nuts, see, that's right? good. You got yeah. the time timer. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Got that going on. Okay. I have you got my, some cords down there. Yeah. A lot, lot of cords. I have mm-hmm. stuff over here. I mean, this stapled packet right here has been there for three weeks. It's been there for three weeks. <laughs> okay. okay. Do you have a home for it? Where should it be? I don't know. Ma- Maybe that's the home for it. That might be, yeah, that might be (laughs) an issue is we got to find a home for that. So what, you know, if you want to share, tell us what Mm -hmm. it is. So it's a a list of a good coaching questions. Oh, okay. And I really like it. Is that something you use a lot? Um, I looked at it once. Once? (laughs) Okay. Maybe twice. And I actually now have it on, I actually saved it. No, I should, no, I should change it. I looked at it several times and I, um, uh, I have it as a bookmark. I know exactly where that bookmark is. So you know where I think this is actually going to go? Recycle. I do. I, I will call it recycling. There you Sorry. go. Yeah. Recycle trash. You know. Yes. Yes. The, the, uh, the, yes. The, the circle file cabinet, as I call it. That's there you it. Go. The waste You're organized. That was, I feel like we you just- You are uh, a paper organizer now. <laughs> yeah. We just witnessed change. I know. Right there. Transformation. Yeah. You feels, can do feels, it, Eric. You go, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Right I feel a lot, a lot lighter right now. Really? You, I know, right? <laughs> you look a lot lighter. But you know what? Actually, I do want to say something real quick that I think is an important point is that that had been sitting there for three weeks, right? You said, and and you probably have ignored it. It's probably be j- just become part of wallpaper of your desk. Absolutely. It, absolutely. So really what th- that was a really good example of is that if you just take a second to pay attention to it and, and ask yourself a couple of questions, like, is this really important? What do I'm using? You know, how am I using this and how am I going to use it? You answered those within a, a minute and decided what to do. And now that's off of your desk. You've cleared space and you don't have to think about it anymore. So, you know, it's a good thing. All right. So I have, I have, a, I have another thing that's, um, that actually hasn't bothering me and it's a, Probably, um, it's needing my, do I hear a modem? You hear my stupid phone. (laughs) Are you really dialing Okay, so back to that checklist. So I know, I, I, it is off. The phone is off. 
And I'm usually not that busy. So I don't know what's going on. But yeah. You know, I posted okay. something on my Facebook page uh, earlier this week that says, if you want to get more done, turn notifications off. Really, mm -hmm. Eric? You know, I've said that before, too. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about that all the time. You know, the, I get, the best advice that I give is the stuff that I really need to listen to myself. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. true for, for so many of totally. us, right? Yeah. So the, the thing that has been bothering me, so I have these uh, um, sound uh, absorption panels, right? To, to bounce. Yeah. So, so now if we look closely, that's, that's, uh, that's duct tape right there. Um, oh. Because somewhere behind my desk, if you, I you don't lost know if you really one? see it. Yeah. So one, it fell off like twice. And so I kept trying these different ways of getting it in there. And then I tried to like do it with like a, a, a staple. Then I pushed it and I, didn't, I wasn't thinking. And I sort of like pierced my finger by trying to like push the staple in. And so oh, now I don't know if this is an ADHD problem, man. It, it might just be a handyman problem. <laughs> oh, it's, it's both. Handyman problems <laughs> and, and ADHD problems coexist. I'm, I'm convinced. Okay. All right. As, as measured in the number of times it takes you to get to Home Depot and back to finish the job. So I, I don't know if you ever heard my strategy for going to Home Depot. I, I don't go to Home Depot alone, at least not. Like I will call someone on the phone to help me get yeah. in and out because I will Smart. go for one thing. And then I'm like, ooh, what's that? Ooh, what's that? Ooh, let me see if I can, you know, do this project that I'll probably never finish. Yep. And I love yep. looking at everything. And by the time I'm done, I'm like, ugh, I hate everybody and just leave me alone. And I'm just completely drained. And, uh, right. right. So I, um, yeah. So, but it's just one panel and it's, and I don't know what to do. You need one of those. You need a, an industrial stapler. That's what you need. Okay. You know, the big kachunk. Ones, what does that cost? Know? Oh, right. Yeah, it's, it's like 25 bucks. Done. Hey, Pete, what would you describe what he was just talking about? This is something that he needs to do that, that kind of bugs him. Are you talked about this before. <laughs> yes, we have. We've done many episodes yes, on... on this very subject. Uh, this what I forgot what we call it. Tolerations. <laughs> Tolerations. That's what we call it. It's been a long time. Tolerations. And you had it on the so, spot. I know. I'm so sorry. But yeah, when he was talking about that, it reminded me. You're thinking about my oven. Well, I was thinking about your oven and I was thinking about my garage and all these little things oh, that we want to do yeah. that we don't do. And, and that's exactly, I mean, what you just described is definitely a toleration. It's that thing that just bugs you, takes up space, but it, you know, or not space, a little like it takes space. up brain space, your, right? I yeah, mean, it's just in, in your brain, brain, in your head. Oh, it's nagging you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But I think, yeah, as soon as you can get rid of that toleration. Good but that list that you just recycled, one. right? The list you just recycled was a toleration, <laughs> right? It right. just, it became invisible to you. Right. And that's, you, what's, yeah. What's this sticky note that's been sitting on my desk for a while? What does it say? It says, can I read my own writing? It says, validation... Exposure 43. Yeah. Put that yeah, away. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and let the record show that I missed the garbage can and that will probably sit for a week. <laughs> it's okay. There's stuff falling off the walls. Don't worry about that it. That is okay. That's okay. So, hey, I've got another little lesson here that you just, um, you actually just, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? I, sc uh, I scratched. I um, uh, you showed the example. You you like demonstrated. That's the word I'm looking for. One of the for. six. If, okay, I was yes. gonna, if one of the six what viewers can give us the word that we're trying to come up with, that'd be helpful. yes. Hilda <laughs> Hilda <laughs> just saying. says, "Don't let Eric near an industrial stapler. We need him to stay alive." All right, That's note right. to self. <laughs> Eric needs Eric supervision. Needs to stay alive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to actually bring up a really good point that might help some listeners when it comes to paper because of what you just did. It's a good demonstration. Purge. Get rid of the stuff that you don't need. So if you, you know, first step, if you're looking at, at getting started and you want to um, figure out how to take back control of the stuff, you purge. Get rid of the stuff. Make these decisions. So and just, look, you're doing it right did now. Did you just throw away a used Kleenex? It was a paper towel um, <laughs> that I, when I, I eat dinner at my desk, not something I recommend, but I, uh, I put it there so it doesn't like, leave a mark or I can hold it while it's hot. And yeah, uh, that paper towel's probably been there for three days, and I just yeah, I just throw it, I, I just attempt to throw it away. I just want the record to show I'm 0 for two right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
it was light, you know, wind <laughs> resistance. Can I tell you, can, can I talk about our last challenge that we did speaking of this? Nikki, you remember this, the challenge, the monthly yeah. challenge? This yeah. was probably the most reward. Well, I know it's only February, but it's the most rewarding thing uh, that I have. Thank you, Hilda. Uh, <laughs> I got her name right. Uh, it, it, I love that. It's so rare. Uh, the, the most rewarding <laughs> thing I've done this year uh, is is the the declutter challenge of January, and I think actually I only learned later after I discovered the minimalist podcast that that it turns out they play this game too, where you declutter one thing for the number of the day uh, every day for a month. So on January first, you get rid of one thing. On January second, you get rid of. Ooh two things on January 3rd. That's right. So by Jan the end of January, Damn you're man, getting rid of February. 31 things a day. I think February is right. the shortest month. I'm telling you, it is, it is, <laughs> He's looking diabolical. For a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a diabolically good uh, process. I was scared of it the first couple of days. I was like, well, hey, first of all, it's too easy. Like I can just throw stuff away. That's fine. I can take stuff to goodwill. By about day 15, I started thinking I, I, I don't have enough days in the month to get rid of all the crap that I have to get rid of. And now I'm looking at like, it, it's February. I didn't fit. We got rid of, you know, what is it? 496 things. We did every single day in January. It was cathartic and wonderful. Wow. And I'm ready to do it again. Uh, I You want to do it again? Yeah, I do. I, it's what just liberating. What if we have a, an, an ADHD community podcast or a challenge, which maybe on Twitter? What do you think? Bring it. Do it. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm in. Right, so I got to get my husband on board, but I'll do it for sure. Right, so it, <laughs> I have it's, no problem. So it's February 16th. Now, have you, Pete, have you ever figured out the, the sort of the, the space-time continuum in podcasting? You, you know what I'm talking about. Like, So we're recording this thing on the 16th of February. Yes. Right? But it's. And yes, some people are viewing it live, but it's not going to actually be out there for a few more podcast. weeks. Yeah. yeah, right. How do you talk about like when? Well, we don't we don't have that much of a problem on our show because our delay is only about three days. So you know, when we're when we're weeks out, yeah, that's a challenge, man. That's that's a hard thing to do. So you end up having to like pre uh, pre sell the event, right? So maybe maybe what we do is you take just a clip of this show where we talk about the challenge and release that now. It sounds like a lot of planning. Um, <laughs> Too much work. <laughs> um, well, well, what, let's see. What is, uh, what is Chris and, and Hilda think? Well, Are they our two? We're, 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 we, we have three. We're down so, to someone's three. not showing themselves. <laughs> Anyhow, it's it is a uh, back to the challenge. Uh, let me just tell you, it is incredibly rewarding, and we actually had accountability partners for this because I don't know that we would have done it every day. We set up an, a photo stream, uh, just a photos uh, photo stream uh, between us, and every day we would lay out all of our stuff that we're giving away on the floor. We'd take a picture of it and post it to the stream, and that would be you know that would be our record that we actually accomplished it for the day. And uh, you know we're going to take each other out to dinner someplace fancy because we did it. Uh, it is. I don't need the dinner. And usually I'm really motivated by food. But this was uh, an enormously good experience to just it, it, getting stuff out of your life. It's a soul cleansing kind of a thing. And, and particularly for the, the ADHD, like not having so much to look at, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it sort you know, of speaks for itself. It's one of these things where it's like, I don't think it affects me that much and then when i like get where it bothers me so much that i do this like really intense like declutter and clean and i'm just like oh it feels amazing mm -hmm. right i just i want that amazing feeling all the time all the time all the, all time. the time it's mm -hmm. you know and it's like I, you spend so much time finally getting to the cleaning and then you turn around like how did this pile get back here i just spent all this time cleaning up and it's and one, you know, one of the things that, that I've learned is that you have to look at not getting organized, but looking at organizing as a process. Right? It is, it is, it is. And that's exactly what I teach in the Organizing Your Space Your Way on, online course is that what people are missing is step step four. See how I- what's, what's step four? 
For all the listeners, she's holding up not one, not two, not three, but four fingers. Four four (laughs) fingers uh, is maintenance. And, you know, I think that if people look at it, just as you explained, uh, you don't clean your house once and then think that, hey, I can just never clean my house again. Well, it's the same thing with organizing. You can't just get it organized, like you said, and expect it to stay that way because we're constantly bringing new stuff into our homes. We're constantly moving things. We're using things. Um, If you have children, you're bringing in things into your home all the time, especially paper, you know, with schools and things like that. So it is a constant process that you have to continuously pay, pay attention to. But I think that that is really something that I emphasize when I teach uh, folks about organizing, especially with ADHD, is that we're not looking for perfection. We're not looking for um, it to be magazine ready. That's not even in our our vision, right? That stuff freaks me out. Yeah, we need to get to a point where you can just find what you need when you need it. Mm -hmm. And it is easier to find what you need when you have less stuff. So if you can get rid of that stuff that you don't need, that's taking up space, um, that you don't really want, and you forget that it's even there, then it will be much a much easier process for you to to stay organized is, is really kind of the key. All right, let me ask you this. What what um, sort of strategies or sort of uh, in, in the realm of thinking do you help clients with when they're struggling with the, the, the just in case problem? The, you know, yes. I, I might need this just in case. I, how do you help uh, people figure out, do I really need this? Right. Well, I think that the first question is don't just assume that you do need it. So just because it's come to your, your mind as, oh, I don't know if I, you know, I don't know if I can get rid of this because I may need it someday. Don't just assume that that's the right answer. So what we have to do is actually dig in a little deeper and ask yourself specifically, why would you need it? When would you need it? What day of week would you use it? What time of day would you use it? If you didn't have it, what is the worst possible case scenario that could happen? Could you borrow it? Could you, you know, would you have to buy it again? Again, um, and really dig in there to really figure out if it really is necessary. The other thing is that many ADDers are verbal processors, so they need to talk it out. So find somebody, um, either a professional organizer, if you want to bring somebody into your home, your your ADD coach, your accountability group. I know you deal with um, probably organization all the time in your coaching groups. Um, so find somebody that you can talk to and say, look, I, this particular item is really bugging me. I, I'm fighting because logically I know I probably don't need it, but I kind of feel like I do. And it's interesting when people start to talk about it and they hear themselves, they're like, Oh, well, that's kind of silly. I'm never going to use this again. Case in point, as I was talking through that, that, that that first paper, like it it became clear, like, Oh, I don't need this. I know exactly where that is on my computer that I can pull that up. Yes. Yes. And so you got rid of it. So I think it's, 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 not just taking that as the answer and really digging in a little deeper. And really, if it's something that you really care about and you don't want to get rid of it, then don't get rid of it. But the point is you've got to find a home for it then. You still have to find a place for it to go so that you can find it when you need it. So how do you know what kind of home your things want to be in? It is personal preference. Again, you have to do it the way that you will remember it, the way that you see it. So just because you see something in a magazine that says, you know, all of your um, sheets should be folded up into this nice little bin that says, you know, sheets. Do you know what I learned? I I just, I I still can't wrap my head around is that like in our, my grandparents' generation, they used to iron their sheets. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my Why parents. in the world would somebody yeah. iron their sheets? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, my dad used oh. to iron his jeans, so I don't know. I don't that know. was a thing. <laughs> to iron jeans and, yeah. and sheets, yeah. Yeah, I used to go to school. I used to go to school as like a 13-year-old with like creased jeans, like ironed in <laughs> crease. You don't recover from that. No, no, you really don't. Uh, But going back to your original question, um, it really does have, you have to organize things in a way that you're going to remember them and that you're going to think about them. So, you know, when you look at like your kitchen, for example, you know, what are the 10 most used items that you use in your kitchen? Okay. Those are the first 
things that need to be put away first, because those are the things that you're, you're getting, uh, or you're having access to on a regular basis. So those things need to be front and center. They need to be easy to get in and out. Um, and that's kind of how you look at all of your rooms. You know, what are the things that I use in this room? How do I put them back so that I can, I remember where they are. Uh, don't hide things. If out of sight is out of mind, then don't put them into containers then you or have clear containers. If you are going to label something, make sure that you're labeling it, you know, to, to what it really is. So yarn is yarn staples. That's staples. I mean, like, you know, don't, I thought I wasn't allowed to use a staple gun. Well, you're not. I am now told on good authority, you should be kept away from a staple gun. That's settled science. You don't get staples. You don't get that bit. But I think it's just making things simple. We got to simplify the process for people. And so what they see in the books is not what they're trying to do. They've got to do it in a way that they're going to remember. And it doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense to anybody else. It it has to make sense to you. Um, But the first step really is purging. You got, I mean, don't even bother organizing your stuff until you really know what you what you need to organize if that makes sense yeah and i I know too like when it's your own stuff it's so much harder to do like i could i could walk anybody through how to organize their own stuff yeah yeah my own stuff yeah forget it right right it's tough i mean i know it's tough and there are things that um i would say you know i'm a pretty organized person um i don't hold on to stuff i can get rid of stuff pretty easily but there are some things like that i can't so my daughter i she is kind of weird well it's not weird but i'm sure a lot of people will relate to this when she was a baby six months old was christmas time and i have a picture of her and her brother in their little christmas outfits right and it's this little red velvet dress it's so sweet and she only wore it once well maybe twice like for the picture and at christmas right that was the only time she ever wore it um but i still have it i can't get rid of that dress because there's just something about it that i can't you know and i have a picture of her even in it but i i can't get rid of it but what i've done is i have a memorabilia bin that is all for my one for my daughter and one for my son so when there are things like that that i can't get rid of it goes into the bin so it still has a place to go to and then when i want to walk down memory lane i can still go in there and feel it and touch it and remember that time when she was six months old you know so i I think that's the key too is just having a place for things have you ever uh, or in recent times have you ever moved or help somebody move because I'm yeah my wife and I are getting ready to uh, potentially move and we're just looking at all of our stuff and it's yeah this is the perfect time for you Mm -hmm. to as together together as a couple spend a little bit of time each weekend or when you have some time off and just spend some time purging and you can make it fun turn the radio on make a game out of it each of you have a bag and go just you know just go room to room and get rid of everything that you can possibly get rid of you know there was an old simpsons episode where he's like let's see how many problems you can do in this amount of time and then see if you can beat that time and bart didn't buy it he didn't buy it (laughs) yeah well you should you should buy this take the limiting beliefs off of the table that you don't buy this (laughs) and say i do buy it this is a great idea (laughs) i I think that that the the realization is when it's you know almost 6 p.m at night and adderall is out of the system i'm snarky i I got a bite to me i think Um, that's it I love it. This is a lot of fun. Um, You know, I have we have a few more minutes. I do have to hop on a call pretty soon um, because I am I'm actually getting ready to to take a call for one of my uh, for one of my coaching groups for the spring group. Um, And I just want to take a a quick second to to mention that uh, um, today and then next Tuesday the twenty second and next Tuesday the twenty second. Someone confirm? I don't know. I think think so. I turned my phone off. And then the following <laughs> Tuesday, which I think is the 28th, if, if would that make sense? Does the math work there? I'm that's, getting that's the pretend. calendar. That's All right, right. <laughs> the 22nd is Wednesday. Next Tuesday is the 21st. Okay, and so the 28th is, is next Tuesday. The 21st. Or is the Tuesday after. And the, twi- yeah. and the 28th. 
Yeah. Go, to, go to my website at uh, go to coachingrewired.com. Um, I'm doing two, these two days only. Uh, early registration you can get $400 off uh, my next Great. coaching group, which starts in the spring. Um, you know, one of the things we do in the coaching group, which really helps with the, the going through the, the papers and the piles, mm-hmm. is we do this thing every other week called our adult study hall, where we do things that are important. So the things that are boring, but important. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Right? And that go. is the only way that I get through going through my paper and my mail. And uh, it's that accountability piece that is so, yeah. so powerful. Because yeah. like I, I know to do it, but until I share with someone that like, here's this thing that I don't really want to do, but now I've, that I've shared it, I'm going to do now it. Now you got to do it. Yeah, well, right. you can do yep. it. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So um, yeah, I, I, as always, I wish we had more time. Well, thank like, you for we, we even us. have this great question. We have a question. Oh, we have a question. question. Okay, okay, hold on. Okay, there's always time for a question. Can I ask a question? Uh, how much time would you recommend that people spend on desk duty? I am a freelance teacher and author, so I have a lot of work papers, lesson plans, notes, tax stuff, and I also see more. Let me tap the see more. And I also, <laughs> um, no, I lost my place. And I also do, do all, all the, the home admin and finances. <laughs> My desk is always covered in piles of paper. I set up a good practical filing system, and that's where mine breaks off. I don't know. Do you um, have any more than that? If, if I, and with a professional organizer, but I can't seem to keep up. Should I do this daily or weekly? The I'll let you answer this, but one thing for me, I know when I was trying to get a better handle of financial management and people said, well, do this once a month. I, I had to relearn the task every month. Mm-hmm. Same totally. thing with every week. I needed to make it a daily practice at least for a while so, I, so mm-hmm. I wasn't having to rethink about how to do everything. What's your response to that? Well, I agree because I think if you can do it daily, then the maintenance is so much easier. I mean, you're only looking at like a few papers versus a whole pile of papers that is so overwhelming to look at. And so what happens when we are overwhelmed, we shut down, right? And then it just gets bigger and bigger. So if you can do it as consistently as possible, then I think, you know, you're better off because it would just will be less of a task, less of a chore, um, would be, yeah. So I agree. I, I definitely agree. Well, awesome. For me, it's all about sprints. It's, it's all about short, short, repeatable right. sprints, something that you can do before you don't, before you get exhausted. Uh, yeah. you know, and I know in the case of lesson plans and notes and those sorts of things, that's, that can be very complicated because you have to get it done. You're on a, you know, you're, you're on a deadline, a daily deadline to meet the needs of the kids, whatever. Uh, but, but I've, I've got to, block the time. Uh, we do a whole episode on time blocking and gating That's that I think is, it, it was a good conversation. It's really worth worth mm-hmm. checking in on. And that's that's something I find that's really important to my uh, workflow too. Mm-hmm. So um, Pete Wright, Nikki Kinzer, Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. Where, you punched what, what, the right syllable too. That was uh, good. Like that, like that. <laughs> the ADHD podcast. There you go. That's right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you're the ADHD podcast, what's, what's my podcast? Hey, the you didn't ADHD lock in wired. the corner of the street, man. <laughs> the ADHD Rewired Podcast. So V is, well, v is now trademarked? <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I, I always tease Pete that he sounds like Pete Kasem. I'm like, and there, where's Casey Kasem? <laughs> he has such a great radio voice. You really do. Go check out their podcast. Um subscribe it's it's great it's much shorter than my podcast so for those of you who think my podcast is way too long you'll enjoy their podcast um you know so you're gonna uh, be a guest you're gonna be a guest on our show soon i am looking forward to that and i got i got a uh moment of honesty so i was looking at the calendar today i was like crap wait are they on my podcast today or am i on their podcast today (laughs) oh eric i had to look at the same thing i had to do the same thing so do not feel bad because it's next Thursday that we record you on ours and so it didn't i make had sense to, to me because what are we doing because <laughs> i usually don't record these this late in the day i'm like how how did i agree to do that like i don't know <laughs> you gave <laughs> me the little calendar link and i signed up <laughs> you know, anytime i go outside of the rules of my system it, it messes me up you know and it's it's right. you know but 
Guys, this is a lot of fun. I, I hope a lot that, uh, of fun. There, it was fun. I, Thank I hope you that everyone me. on Facebook who sees saw this live or will see the replay uh, enjoys this. I hope people that are watching this on YouTube uh, enjoy it. Leave comments, subscribe, and uh, thank you so much. And uh, what's the website again for you guys? Oh, takecontroladhd.com. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Take care. Bye. Bye, Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. This has been Eric Tibbers, and I want to thank you for listening and congratulations. You made it to the end. ADHD Rewired is more than just a podcast. We are a community focused on learning, growing, and connection. The website is ADHDrewired.com. You can find additional summaries and resources for each episode, learn more about the ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group, and sign up for my email newsletter to get exclusive content you won't get anywhere else. It's all at ADHDrewired.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Tivers. You want to see interviews with content not heard on the podcast? Subscribe to ADHD Rewired on YouTube. Don't just be a passive listener. Be an active member of the community. Submit your request to join our free and growing community on Facebook. Watch your message inbox. You will get a message either from myself or Nisha Subramanian. Podcasts change lives. You can make a difference in someone's life by spreading the word about this podcast. Mention it in your online communities on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, or wherever you hang out online. And be sure to share it with your friends, family, and clients. If you're a member of Chad or any other ADHD support group, tell them about this show. You can even show them how to download it on their phone. And if you really love this particular episode, please hit share on your podcast player. I'm only one person and I count on you to help me spread the word and get this message out there. One of the biggest things that you really can do to support this podcast and help other people discover it is to leave an honest rating and a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Looking for more ways to listen and learn? Get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial at Audible by going to audibletrial.com slash ADHD Rewired. Not sure where to start? You could start with Brene Brown's The Gifts of Imperfections or her six-hour recorded workshop, The Power of Vulnerability. If you've already listened to those, then you might want to move on to Daring Greatly or her most recent book, Rising Strong. This is Eric Tivers, and I want to leave you with a question. Do you stay up late to finish work so you only sleep for five hours and then the next day you have trouble focusing so you stay up late to finish work? If so, you might be in the ADHD productivity sleep cycle. Try this instead. Go to sleep. Get an accountability partner to check in with about your sleep time. Get more sleep. Get more done. Thanks for listening. Until next time.